the people. <laughs> I had to get the coffee. It was essential that I got the coffee before I started this. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're excited to be chatting today. We're flying in. <laughs> We're excited because this is kind of just a fun one for us too in how in-person training yeah. and how the horses, you think that you'll know, or they say, there's no way my horse will do this. And they experience it themselves and they're like, how yeah. is this possible? And all horses speak the same language globally around the world. Of course. And it's, I mean, it's so fabulous how you can learn so much from theory. Absolutely. There's so much of it that you can, but being facilitated and actually getting the, the feels and everything else like that from actually going through a program yourself and how it feels to go through it and what your clients are going to experience. <sighs> so today we're just telling stories Where are you about yeah. the horses and the in-person training. And I see we got Lisa on here already, which is lovely. So we please... haven't even gone through the regular Monroe. No, and she's so already saying she's hi. on top of it. <laughs> so, but if you are on, I see there's a few people who have joined us as well. Let us know who you are, where you're from. So we know who we're talking to and we will start the regular rigmarole which we'll start here. Yeah, does this seem this weird today? Be, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag holy jumping tuna fish. Yes. If you're going to get them today. Oh, we miss you too, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Robin on and Ron on too. So this hashtag holy jumping tuna fish, if you guys hear something that blows your mind or maybe just affects your heart today, yeah. or you're like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. Though. Like yeah. what a great feeling that would be. What a fabulous career you ladies have mm -hmm. throwing the hashtag holy jumping tuna <laughs> fish because we fully believe that it is a pretty fabulous career. Yeah, it sure is. Of course, share, 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 because sharing is in fact caring. It's caring everybody. <laughs> I love that. I get to make her say that every week, but sharing is caring. And sometimes people don't even know what's out there for a career or especially people looking for a career with horses because everybody kind of translates it to riding or tack or something like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe this will open up somebody's eyes as to a different way that they can work horse with horses or even like open their mind to understanding their horses a little differently too. I think so. And you know, the best part with that is it doesn't have to be like a full-time career. It can be a part-time or it can be your, your dream to retire just working with horses and, and helping humans in a completely different way because you already have the horses and it's yeah. like, Hey, they cost a ton of money. They are worth every <laughs> living cent of it. But at least this way, now you're creating something that doesn't exist in your community. Exactly. The last one here is this lovely hashtag that we are life changers. And we don't just mean us. We mean you. We mean your horses. We mean dogs, cats, all those living beings around the globe. We have the opportunity to positively affect somebody every single day that we live and breathe. And we really need to start taking those opportunities, people. And it really does boil down to a simple thing of kindness. Oh, kindness is Be the kind. key. It's the ingredient to life, man. Yes, it is. And it's just the simplest little things that can just make somebody's day. Switch it around. Turn it around for them just a little bit if somebody's had a real yippee kaka poo day. So always remember that fact that you are a life changer as well. And you mm -hmm. have that opportunity every single day of your life. Now, for who we are, I was told last time that our names show up at the wrong places, so I had to switch it. So now I've switched it. I'm yeah. Carolyn. <laughs> I'm Carrie. So I don't know if this is correct still or not, or if it flips the screen or doesn't flip the screen. Let us know. I'm Carolyn, <laughs> <laughs> and I am the Director of Sales and Marketing, as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, Inc. Hi, everyone. My name is Carrie Fulmec, the founder of the Equine Connection started with a little dream and what was the dream just to work with horses in a completely different way 
I didn't want to do the writing and to all of you who do writing yeah, lessons, you are too you. beautiful, but I was really looking for something different. And my gosh, was I blown <laughs> away with equine assisted learning. And this was like, wow, 2008. And it was like no riding horses. I couldn't even comprehend how this could even roll. So it's pretty exciting because I have to tell you in the 15 years, it's absolutely the most humbling experience a job that you love every single day because you sniffy the horses and you see a human make a change right before your very eyes not because a human told them a change that needed to be made mm -hmm. but because the horse actually does the teaching and here at the equine connection the foundation of our certification is the welfare of the horse always comes first and when we're letting our horses use their culture and their language they're the safest animal on earth. Why? Because the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe. So it is pretty profound. There isn't a time where we haven't, like we've never thought, even through rough times of deaths and deaths and losses and not being able to make it roll, there is still hasn't been one time where, you know, you haven't woke up in the morning and said, oh my gosh, I can't believe I get to do this. Yeah. For a living, like it's so cool. The only time is when we know we have to sit on the computer all day. Yeah, <laughs> we don't get to do the fun stuff. Fun. No, no. <laughs> then we're like, oh, I want to play with the ponies. That's so much more fun. It's so true. <laughs> and you told everyone, tell us where you're from. I did. Yes, let us know where, like you're from, know where you're who from, who you are, too. all those good pieces. You know, and I want to start with the story because we just had it. So we had an authentic you women's workshop. So that's two days, a Friday and a Saturday, and then we had our three day hands on training. So all of our facilitators globally around the world, anyone who's training with us, then they come in for their, their experiential piece, that the hands-on part, so they can put their curriculum programs, the lessons, all the instruction and how you run all these programs, but through the power of the horses literally being the teacher. So we have two women and they were working with our horse, Brandon. Brandon is the leader of our herd. And it was so cool because here's Brandon following them and they're, they're very gracious in their leadership. Mm. So what I mean by that, it's a very calm, beautiful energy that they use. They're, they're being assertive, but they're, they're not being, I don't know how to say, because sometimes people get leadership mixed up with, you've got to be so assertive. And, or volume. Uh, yeah, and volume. Yeah. And here are these two lovely ladies working together, working with the leader so I step in, I'm like, okay, ladies, you've got to tell me what the heck is Brandon telling you right now? So we go through the body, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I have to tell you, like, it's so beautiful to watch the two of you work with the leader of the herd. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, he's the leader of the herd. You know what it takes to be a leader? And they're like, well, this is why we're here. We're trying to find more of the leader within us. I said, you know, and here's the piece of being authentic as to who you are. They were trying to find something that already exists within themselves. Mm -hmm. But working with the horse, Brandon, who is the leader of the herd, he don't, lead, he don't move if you're not going to show yourself present in being a leader and keeping him safe. So their epiphany was, it's okay that we be who we are in this calm way like it was such a huge realization for them but they wouldn't have got that just by sitting in four walls mm -hmm. and writing notes you couldn't but when you work with the horse oh 
it's just stunning what humans come up with. It's so true. And even that being authentic to who you are, right? Like there's so many times and we always laugh because when people come, they're now working with our horses or wherever we're at. And it's like they forget how to how to horse feel because they they try to do something different or like what they think they should do yeah. to move a horse. And then all of a sudden they you know will say, well, is that what would you do at home to move your horses? Well, I would add pressure. I would do this. I would do that. Well, why are you? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, why might Brandon not be moving then? If you're so like, if you're holding back, yep. the horses are like, oh, hold on a quick That's second. Safe. This isn't going to work for me. So it's it's lovely watching people kind of come into their own with that as well and really like just be their authentic selves, how they would do things. There's nothing wrong with the way you no. do things. Like like we say, are you, are you going to punch them? No? Okay, then we're good. <laughs> like, you know, we're good horse people. We know that. Yesterday was so cool because we had our Calgary Dream Center uh, organization. So this is our men in recovery. So it can be a, a whole variety of things, but mainly addictions. But there's homelessness. There's anxiety that the Calgary Dream Center helps yeah. these men with. So they come once a week to do these stunning, life-changing programs and exercises. So, of course, we're having our facilitators in training. So, of course, they get to also facilitate our clients. So they're they're really understanding how this works and how do you use this form of delivery that we have and the appropriate application. So these two guys were working with Brandon once more, again, the leader of the herd. So here goes Sam and he starts walking because one of them was just, again, driving the highway is what we call it. And Brandon would not move whatsoever. So what Sam kept doing was continually kept looking back. And then, of course, looking at the ground, looking back, looking at the ground. I'm like, Sam, do you drive a car? He goes, yeah. He goes, I actually do. I said, so where do you look when you are going to drive? He goes, well, I would look forward. I said, okay, so where are you looking right now? He goes, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. I said, it's amazing. When you know where you're going in life, you know, show yourself present, but look into your life. If you look into your life and you just start walking, a horse is going to follow mm -hmm. you, especially this horse. And we don't tell them yet that he's the leader because it has to be saved until the end. So he goes, oh, okay, this makes total sense. So all he did was readjust himself. He looks forward. Boom. The horse Wait just nice. moves. He's like, holy now he said F, the yeah. F word. <laughs> Holy F, this is the most amazing thing ever. How does the horse know? So it's pretty cool how that all rolls. Totally. It's so exciting. Uh, I love we got Cody on from Mapleton, Utah. We've got Robin from Brentwood, California. California. Buddy Blake. Is that? Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is that is that her? Is that her? We love Jimmy. <laughs> from Northern Oklahoma. Miss Jen is on too. We Top of the Jen day to you as well. Look at these lovely people. It is through. wonderful. You know, the other thing that um, I always think of when it comes to the three-day training is how often we've had a horse lay down for facilitators. Mm. And what happens when a horse lays down for most, most horse people, where do they go? The old colic. The old colic. And automatically, oh my gosh, something's wrong. Something's wrong. My goodness. And then it turns out to be that it's them teaching. It's them doing something other than just being sick. Yeah. And it's always such a light bulb moment for all of our facilitators too, when they figure out that, oh my gosh, this isn't always the, you know, what we expect things to be is typically is sometimes they are doing such a deep thing for us, whether it be grounding or just making us take that minute or whatever it may be. And it's such a light bulb moment for all of them too. I'm trying to think of how that started with, um, 
Miranda and JR and Jordy. Oh, that was that was pretty cool. Okay, so we're in our facilitator training and we're we're taking them through uh, one of the pivotal programs, and it's the objective all about communication. So everybody's lined up. Carolyn has put them into teams. So there was teams of two, and they would pick their horse because they always pick the teacher. So they pick the our horse, Jr. First. So Jr. was our brood mare, just a beautiful little teacher. So they go up to the station and they're about to begin. And then what JR does, I can already see she's going to be laying down. <clears throat> so they allow her to lay down, which is kind of interesting. Horse people letting the horse just lay down. So she lays down. Of course, everybody comes running because they think it's colic. We make sure she's all safe and, and she is fine. But here is the thing. Now, Carolyn and I give each other an eyeball because... Mm -hmm. We don't ever say this in public because you can't put those kinds of thoughts yeah. onto a horse. So <clears throat> we have never seen JR lay down in the arena. She lays down outside all the time, but never in the arena for a teaching moment. So this was the first time that we had seen this. So of course I step in and I say to the two ladies, oh my gosh, you, you two got to tell me, what do you think JR is trying to tell you right now? Well, Miranda, our beautiful facilitator, she starts, whoa, she starts <laughs> crying. Releaser. She's a releaser, yes. beautiful releaser. She goes, I know it's for me. I know it's for me. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this business. I don't know if I'm the one to make this happen. She's grounding for me. Wow. So she understands grounding because grounding is a huge piece to a horse's life and to our own lives. Absolutely. So anyways, I said, okay, so we personally, when a horse is teaching, we don't make a horse get up because we're taking away the power of what the horse is giving to the humans. So I say to the two people, so would you guys like to go pick out another horse to work with? So they pick our horse, Jordy. Oh my goodness, I, I changed it around. They get to the station. So now they're going to the other side of the station. So we didn't make JR get up. Oh my goodness, as soon as they start to begin, he does the paw, he lays down. I'm like, you got to be kidding. <laughs> Ladies, what the heck do you think? And of course, now Miranda's like, Ooh! <laughs> she does her crying and tells me all of her stuff again. But it's still very consistent to what the horse's language was actually saying mm -hmm. in the words that she was saying. So I said, okay, three times lucky. <laughs> Go out and pick another horse. So of course, they bring back uh, Faye, I think it was. So they get through the, the alleyway. We have two horses laying down now. They come through the alleyway. And I always make our people go through this alleyway twice because we've got to get that communication really up there, right? So as soon as they've completed the two times, they give each other a high five. And what happens? JR and Jordy both get up. And not like a, it scared them or anything else no. like that. It was just like... We're complete. We have finished we're done this. Now. Yeah, it is over. So, of course, then all of our facilitators, all we did is now we have to really debrief what happened mm -hmm. because those horses were very direct in what it was that they were teaching and very intentional. So we always have to capture those intentional moments. It's just like when our horse is wanting to roll when we have clients. You have to know the difference. Is the horse rolling because the horse is itchy? Or is the horse rolling because he needs to take something off of him in that learning process? 
or is he confirming something and taking it to the ground? Like it's, it's pretty sweet. What's yeah, amazing. It, there's always amazing things that happen with our horses every single day. Yeah. Not, not just our horses, your horses too. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> when we allow them to be a horse and understand their culture and understand their language, like you are just going to a different place on earth. And it's funny too, because I think a lot of times our facilitators, not a lot of times, but sometimes they've been at home with their horses and they've gone through some of the theory and stuff and they're prepped for what they're going to do for their clients. Mm -hmm. Right. But they don't stop to think for a second of what are, what are my horses doing for me? Like what's you can, your horses will work with you just as much as they will with every one of your clients as well. But you have to stop and actually listen to all those pieces that they're giving you. Cause it's not, um, it may not always be super apparent that they're laying down, but they're still going to be doing stuff for us and talking to us all the time. And we really have to do slow down a little bit and make sure we're listening, not just during a program, but all the time to the full welfare of the horse as well. We have Sarah on too. Hello, Sarah. Hey, oh, I know Sarah because as we soon never as I understand that's right, the name. That's right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's who you're going to be to us now, Sarah. Sarah, always the unique. Alberta, but that's we don't right. know where she's from. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it's uh, pretty outstanding when we have our horse people, which are facilitators, and they come, and it's just mind-blowing to them that these horses are reacting to where they are, because think about this. You want to do a great job. When, when you're training in something else, you're wanting to do the best job possible. So what do we do as humans? We always go up to our head, because mm -hmm. we think we need to do a lot of that thinking piece. So as soon as we do so much of that thinking, we become unsafe inside because we're not, we're not feeling it anymore. We're just over here. And then we get that anxious piece and it, well, all of our horses, your horses, all horses, they will move away from things that are unsafe, which again, that would be us as a human. So when they see it in real life and live it and touch it, this gives them that not only experiential learning, but they can take it to their own life, to their own horses. Because then when something is happening and they see what their horse is doing, it's like, oh yeah, get back, get back in myself again, get grounded, mm -hmm. breathe, be here. I love this one. You can't ever know how profound it is when a horse teaches you until it happens to you. So you nailed it right on the head there, Rhonda. Yeah. Oh, and Rhonda, boy, did we have a time. That was so good. <laughs> like the teaching is absolutely phenomenal what you can pull. And you know it's true and authentic. I think that's the biggest part too is you know whatever they're giving you, whatever it is that they're asking for, that you have it within your person and that it's completely authentic that it's there. Like you know there's no lying. You know there's no judgment. There's just, there's just no better way to learn. You should tell about – so at, at the time we had – uh, eight horses in our program for our equine team. And Carolyn had a big thing that she had gone through. <laughs> and all of my horses bit Carolyn. Mm -hmm. There are horses, but I mean, she doesn't obviously live with me or anything. I don't pay for them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Any <laughs> So it was interesting because she gets bit all over the yeah. place. Now, just an FYI, think about this. I couldn't be in business. We couldn't be in business if we had a whole bunch of biting horses. Like yeah. that wouldn't even be possible. But the place that she was at in her life, believing in where she is and knowing she can give more instead of turtling. I guess well, that's I what I was living in complete fear. Right? Yeah. And wishy-washy, all kinds of wishy-washy because a big wishy -washy. thing had happened in life, right? Where I found out life was about to change. 
And I came in, I actually wasn't sure even if I was going to be able to continue doing this business or not. And I loved this business. I didn't want to, but I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do that. Everything's got to change if something is changing, right? Absolutely. I lived so much in here. It wasn't even funny, but there was no clear thought associated with any of it, I must add. But it's interesting is going through all of that and, you know, your friends and your family, the people in your life, they will tell you all the time, they will encourage you. It will say, no, you don't have to do those types of things. Are you better than that? Or you have every capability in the world. The fact of the matter is, is people can lie. And a lot okay. of times you don't believe them. Like Carrie told me till she was blue in the face I that bet. I could do all of these things. But if I didn't believe it, I automatically just assumed, yeah, well, that's what everybody would say, right? You mm. know, it's amazing when you have a horse that tells you something or encourages you. And I, the biting was encouraging me. <laughs> as For weird her. as that sounds. That was exactly what I needed because I was so unsafe within my own person and not not harm myself unsafe, but unsafe that my, what I was thinking, what I was feeling, there was no sort of alignment within this at all. But once I had that peace, once I had a clarification that and it was really that if mama's happy, baby's happy, the rest will come. And I came in, I said, I want to be in this career. This is it for the long haul. I'm in, Carrie. I'm in ponies. And they stopped fighting me that yeah. moment. That was it. No and they bite. wouldn't bite me during a program. They wouldn't do it. It was right when I was where, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term, then that was where everything kind of came together for me. And it was the best, most authentic encouragement I've ever had in my entire, not to say you didn't mean it or anything, but to me, it was, it was the most authentic encouragement I've ever had. So always take those pieces when your horses challenge you. Oh my gosh, take it as the best compliment you'll ever get in your entire life. You know, test, you know, even for those of you who are not with us uh, as a certified facilitator, test that with your horses. Even uh, when this happens in our arena, uh, the horse is walking really fast. I mean, you can see like they're really fast. I We're going to step in. My first step in is, okay, how you doing running around here? <laughs> like, are you feeling okay walking this fast? No, I'm not. But <laughs> I, I'm nervous. I'm scared. Like people always tell you where it's at. I'll say, you know how, because they've already been uh, trained or they've already gone through the instruction and how to work with horses. So this is just a part as they keep coming back every week for, for training, not for training, for taking the life skills programs. So I'll say, okay, so we know that horses can react from stimulus, right? Yes. Do you know that your horse can actually walk slower, walk your pace, if you just breathe and you have the intention of walking slower and doing it, your horse will match you? No, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, that's when you're helping them. Okay, let's just breathe a couple of times. And this is a nice, slow process. There's no rush in equine assisted learning. Breathe. Okay, are you ready to go? Okay, now just walk your pace. And I'm kind of like walking in front. A distance, obviously, because I don't want to crowd her with my pressure. And then what starts happening is, oh, okay, and I keep saying, breathe, breathe, walk. And there she is walking around the arena just at a nice slow pace. So then now when we stop, it's like, okay, so what, what happened? She goes, I can't believe it. Just because I changed it, I could breathe, I could think again, I could feel. I cannot believe that the horse listened to me. Yeah, 1,200 pounds listen to you. So really think about even in your own life, when things are going, whoa, you take a bath for yourself <laughs> because people will follow suit in the way that you're doing it. So there's just so many profound things. But test these things at your own places. I always say to our facilitators as well, 
have your horse off lead and halter. Mm -hmm. Do they want to stay with you? If they don't want to stay with you, what do you need to change? Because if we know the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe, what is causing an unsafety that the horse doesn't want to stay? Because all horses stay in safety because that's who they are. They are prey animals. That's their whole concern every day, every moment mm -hmm. they live and breathe because they're always thinking through neurology of the brain, what's going to kill me, yeah. right? So it's pretty powerful stuff to practice it with your own horses so that you can really see what happens when you make the change. When you make the change with the horse and the horse comes back in, look what you can do with human beings. It's all that same piece. I love what Lisa said here too, that she's had at least five different horses go to nip at me when I am releasing by their heart. I think mm -hmm. I know what's going on. It's such a huge personal realization of what I was masking from oh. myself. And that is such a beautiful even way of saying it because it's true. It's not that we don't have a recognition of these things. We, we know the answers to our own lives. Just sometimes we don't know how to get there. And they're lost, buried. They're buried, yeah. And sometimes deep. deep. <laughs> it might be deep on in there. But there really is something beautiful that a horse brings out because, again, they can't lie. They can't do those pieces. So it does let us kind of release that mask a little bit. I love that as well. Oh, and then tuna fishy. Yeah, and, this, and Sarah's Sarah. comment. Yeah. I like. Love it. I always say our horses know what we need more than we do. Oh, my gosh. It's like they, so they can feel mm. it through the energy or whatever's happening. They know it before we do. It's just like when we're going out to we're already thinking which horses are going to come in for the program. And then, boom, most times they do come in, the ones you've been thinking about. But then sometimes you're wanting a particular horse and they let you know. Clear as, well, not clear as mud, because that wouldn't work. Clear as bell. Day. Oh, clear as day. Or they, bell. They work. let you know, don't bring me in today. Mm -hmm. Like they're already sensing something or a horse that you didn't choose and they desperately want to come in. It, I've had that a few times and it works yeah, out. Yeah, and it always works yeah. out because we said we weren't going to bring him in today, but he was so insistent on coming in. Yeah. So they definitely know before we do. They do, they do. Yeah. Phenomenal creatures that they are. I know it wasn't lots, but I mean, it was a little taste of some of the most moments. magical moments that will happen. And it happens to every human. And I love it when we're doing our in-person training because they're like, no, I would have never believed it. I keep thinking, how will my horses do this? They do it naturally. But until you're in the program itself and understanding how these horses actually are going to be helping you yeah to move forward you just won't believe it until you you feel it and see it right yeah, it's so true yeah so true so we hope that brought a little bit of light to your day a little Joy. bit of horsey time if you will and a chit chat of all those things but they truly are miraculous creatures the biggest thing that we have to learn to do is listen to them when we have the opportunity to stop for a moment actually listen you be in a rush all the time we aren't listening. That's human. Right? Absolutely. That's I'm just, I'm just task. I'm based off the task right mm -hmm. now. But we really have to do, get ourselves to a place where we take the time and really listen to what they have to say for us. Because they do things for us all the time. Like they're such giving creatures. It's not even funny. They're so beautiful. We yes. are all so blessed. We get to be with horses on a regular basis. We truly are. Hashtag holy jumping tuna fish. Horses are like. Yes, they are. Right. They are time and time again. Yep, absolutely. So I think we'll be back over the next couple of weeks with our beautiful, not next week, I think, but the weekend. 
week after Shelly Whitehouse. Whitehouse will be back and joining us. So make sure you guys are staying tuned for that piece as well. But if you do have any questions about how this might be career for you, please do let us know. We're more than happy to do phone calls or you can just message us on Facebook and we'll get back to you as well. I just thought of something. If there are any of you who've been kind of sitting on the fence, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? Two things. We're going to be in Red Deer uh, in a week and a half, I guess it is. Not this weekend, but the weekend after. Yeah, which used to be called the main event, but is no longer called the main event. Something horse has spoke. It's Canadian horse expo something like that and for those who are sitting on the fence uh you might want to text us or email us because we have this funky doodle wow springy program not springy program promo that we have rolling out and it's super duper beyond super duper duper exciting so if you do, but, just email uh, Carolyn Charles. Yeah, or send us a message on Facebook there too. Sarah yeah. says, can't wait. We'll see you there. Bring a map. Yay! Bring a map, Sarah. Show, show yes. us where you live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get a t-shirt and phonetically spell it out for us. Exactly. One day we'll get it. And Jen says, don't sit on the fence. Mm. Dive into this. You won't regret it. Oh, so thanks, true, Jen. Jen. I'm so excited thanks, to see Jen. Me too. Oh, She's coming you. here yep. to us. Good times. We cannot wait. Cody. Thank you. What does it take to be a facilitator? Oh, I want to start the therapy side of things for recovering addicts. That's what we work with. I will do this super fast because we were just kind of finishing up, but shoot me a message to Cody because we will, we will chat about that. To be a facilitator really just takes starting the certification so that we can train you all up on how to do those pieces. But the nice thing is, is this is not a therapy program. We work with skills development to help people move forward with their lives from exactly where they're at. And with addicts, especially recovering addicts side of things, it really is about that reintegration side where how do you build the skills you need to live the life you need to live now, which is going to be completely different than the one you did before. So how do we build that tool, tool, skit, what? Skill? <laughs> skit. Toolkit. Oh, toolkit. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's not talking. Cody, you <laughs> messed your brain is. now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that toolkit of skills is what I was trying to say of how we can help them to move forward in a more healthy and productive way for their lives as to where they're at. So we don't do the therapy side of things. They're doing that usually at the intake centers that they're with. Yeah. And then they come to us for those life skills to be able to reintegrate back into society and their family lives and work lives and all those other pieces. So it truly is a love of horses and a love of helping humans. She says, so my gosh, I'm bringing you t-shirts. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> uh, too exciting. It. All okay, right, everyone. Have, oh, that was in stereo, so I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> okay. Have a fabulous day and rest of your week. We'll probably see you guys next week, and we'll do a little bit more chatting about some fun stuff, and then stay tuned in a couple weeks for Shelly Whitehouse as well. Don't and if you are that. in the Red Deer area, come out and see us at the main event. We're super pumped for that piece, too. And do not forget... Every single day you live and breathe, you have the opportunity to change a life for the better, whether it be with horses or without. But please always remember that power lives within you, that we can change somebody's life. And now go sniff a horse because he'll make you feel so good. <laughs> have a good one, everybody.